it's giving them what they want. It's giving cunt, except bad. Yes. So twat? <laughs> I believe it's twat. Guys, I had a straight coworker who was quoting a video and said the F slur, and I truly had to stop him and be like, hey, uh, it doesn't matter if you're quoting something. I can say it. You can't. It's like when you sing a rap song, you bleep a word. Honestly, and why was he calling you French? I thought you were saying because my middle name is Frederick. No. <laughs> so I was really confused. No. Anyway, welcome back to this toxic <laughs> fandom. We're ramble for until seven because that's when Pope's hard out is. Hard <laughs> out. Stop it. Absolutely not. We're not. We're not doing this bit anymore. Uh, <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> About the newest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 5, Episode 10, Grand Finale. Slip it down to a cool 90 minutes, which is about how much time we have left. Send it straight to your ear holes. Say hi, Toxic fans. Hi. Hello. They can't be in unison anymore. We're not in person right now. I had to work today, and I had to cancel a recording session. Uh, introduce yourself, Toxic fans. Hello, 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 everyone. It's me, your professional hobbit, your professional uh, Ginger Johnson impersonator, but only when she's out of drag. Uh, Stephen Pope, I gotta say, for a year that has had about nine, approximately 900 seasons of Drag Race, and some actually pretty big moments for the franchise, this might have been my favorite season of the year. And that's pretty nice, and I'm glad I got to spend it with you two. But let's go to our other beautiful, beautiful co-host. Uh, he has the longest hair in the room, and the bitch stole it all from me, and that's why I'm bald. David Gorin. Yep, I scalped you. Um, anyways. Uh, Wig! <laughs> yes. I, I, this is my hair. I don't wear wigs. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, will you wear wigs? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I'm David Gorin, and I actually met um, Elijah Wood and um, Dominic Monaghan this weekend. I'm Jolie, and I, Elijah, would not be the person who has met Elijah Wood. I didn't know. I don't know. Anyway. More like Elijah gives me Wood, if you know what I mean. I did? Oh, oh. I, I don't ran understand into, it. Explain I it to ran me. Into, I ran into Ingeria Paris Van Michaels in the worst place to run to another gay person, by the way. The men's room? No, worse. It's worse the than a steam room. room. Worse than the... Worse than a bathroom, worse than a steam room. Oh, oh, I know, I know. It's the, um... DMV. No, I was gonna say the Starbucks bathroom on Melrose and Stanley. David! (laughs) I'm not that much of a whore. No, um, Hobby Lobby. Pope has stopped working out of that Starbucks bathroom. I'm banned for life, actually. Oh, lord. I fucked a latte. (laughs) But was it the most fuckable latte? Well, if you subscribe to my OnlyFans right now, actually, we're not doing this bit. I, we've done a lot of fuckable food this year. No, no. The, no, the worst thing about this fuckable latte is that both oh. of you are gay and Jewish and both of you drink regular milk. No, I drink almond. 
I have literally picked up a brev for you with heavy cream in it, David. No, what's funny is that when I mentioned that, what I thought Joe was going to bring up was Joe texted me today and he goes, is this the most fuckable pasta guy? And he sent me a video. No, I literally saw, like, it was a, I want to be clear, the video I saw was, like, a TikTok-style sketch. It was not a video of anyone fucking pasta. I'm not David. I don't watch these things. But I, like, was watching it, and a cameo character was Pasta Guy. <laughs> Look, anything's possible. Anyway, uh, we have our top three this week. And they yeah. all knew that Dee Dee was going to go home. Yep. I I gotta applaud them, though, because they take the time to just admire the fact she's 20 years old and did this well. Yeah. Like, even mm. if she didn't win challenge, all three of us left this season thinking Dee Dee-licious is a fucking talent. I would absolutely yes. see. I really hope Dee Dee starts doing all of the dr- Like, I hope we see Dee Dee on Haters Roast and Work the World in the next year. I think we will. I have a I feeling think we, we haven't seen the... Uh, I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of any of these queens. So then they start talking... Oh, wait. David? Yes. Oh, yeah. She did write something on the mirror. I was like, none of us know. You're the only person who knows how to read here. I know. It's such a burden. Anyways. Never learned to read or write. It's like, it's like being a Jonathan Groff in a room of Leah Michelle's. Anyways. Mimi-licious out. Huge congrats to the top three. Love you all. XXX heart. She's Mimi-licious, not Mimi. I'm like everyone else. Uh, <laughs> she walked out there. She like walked out with Grace, which I think is like, impressive really, for a 20-year-old. Impressive. Yeah. She didn't write anything crying. cunty. I would have been yelling. She didn't like, exactly. She didn't cry. She didn't yell. She didn't write anything cunty. She was like, I'm out. Congratulations to you three girls. You all deserve it. Love to all of you. Well, most of you. <laughs> well, not Vicky, you know. Uh, but I, and so they're now like, it's going to be really exciting because we're three Geordie girls in the top three. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's like the distance to Sacramento. Right. Pope is if someone that. from Sacramento. What's your opinion of if three Sacramentoers were the top three of Drag Race? Do you think they'd be excited? I don't think there's more than five gay people in Sacramento at any given time. So I think they'd be excited because this means they all get to move out of Sacramento. Uh, Do Wait, I have to ask, are the three Sacramento queens excited because they get to move out? Or are the people of Sacramento excited because the three town gays are leaving? Can it be both? What David said. Like, por que no los dos? Honestly. Okay, maybe Italian and Spanish aren't the same language after all. <laughs> you don't say. How, um, I, 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 I barely speak English, and we're not going into my Japanese. Tamara taping her shoes on. Yeah. Was so funny to me. <laughs> no, she didn't tape them on. She cellophaned them. No, she said it was tape. No, I thought she said it was cellar. She she, was- six of one, half a dozen of the other. Who cares? It's hilarious. But yeah, she had to, no, she said she taped her shoes on. Oh, I thought <laughs> she said she cello wrapped them. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. She okay. said tape. Uh, when I watched it, I heard tape. Um, I heard cello Someone wrapped, rolled but... the cellophane. I mean yeah. tape. Boo. <laughs> uh, and they're like, how many badges do all of us have? Tamara, would you like to shoplift one? 
<laughs> Coats are for shoplifting, by the way. Yes. Catchphrase of the season. Indeed. Um, but yeah, I love that we have two bald queens in the top three. And two with a lot of plastic surgery in the top three. Ooh, Venn diagram. Ooh. Michael's in the middle. Wait, Michael has a lot of plastic surgery? Oh, sweetheart. You and his face isn't just like that? Oh, sweet. Oh, ooh, boobula. Oh, my sweet summer child. My beautiful, beautiful boy. Fascinating. So, yeah. Yes, so no, I'm look- serious. I did not realize that he had a face full of plastic surgery. What? I just thought he didn't look good. I guess you can say that because he didn't choose to look like that, but still. <laughs> like, it's actively one oh, of the boy. few times that you're insulting someone's looks and it is fully in their control, but still. <laughs> Speaking of insulting people. I love him in drag. I I gotta <laughs> say, I honestly did. Like, last week, I felt it. This week, I submitted to it. I like Michael. I'm a Michael fan. Oh, I don't always love everything, but I like that. I really like... Again, I I was rooting for Michael in this finale. Um, I kind of was, too. I just... I again, I really want to see... I. I wish we got a Ginger Johnson who got notes so we could see who she is when she cooks. Because mm-hmm. I don't feel like Ginger feels like a completed queen. I and I feel don't know like if this, I agree with that. I think aesthetically, I at least think that. And I think this episode really cements that for me. I agree with that. I think that it's one of those things where... Because again, I we've, we've talked about this before, that I, I think with her it is a taste issue. Um, yeah, so I want to see her. I want to see her buy better taste. Sometimes <laughs> you can't. Like Jinx Monsoon did. Yeah, but that's different. No, it's not. She had Bob making fun of her the whole time. Yeah, but I also just I don't know. I think that like, how do I put this? I think Jinx is someone who. Sorry, I got something in my eye. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think Jinx is someone who went on Drag Race not really knowing who she was. And now that she knows who she is, it's a different ball game. Ginger Johnson knows who she is. So I don't think that it's it's one of those things where it's like... Like, the way that I look at it is I feel like there are people who, just because you give them an unlimited credit card, doesn't mean they all of a sudden have taste. Doesn't mean they'll all of a sudden develop taste. So the thing I would say about Ginger is that her makeover looks make me think that her taste level is higher and that something happened with her package this season. I think her desire to make everything she sewed, to sew everything she wore rather than, like, reach out to people actively made her just have a very weak package that would have been higher had she had people had like she been able to like had she reached out to people and had more designers and so i would love to see her in a season where she is not her her solo seamstress yeah because that actually makes a lot of sense you know we've all been there where okay let's go back to high school for a second i know traumatic you have a group project and you don't trust anyone so you do all of it yourself and it turns out okay pretty good even but had you just, like, no, divvied it, up a little no, bit, it could have been great. Pope, when you do a group project, all you have to do is wait for the other kids to do it. Oh, you were that kid, weren't you? No, I absolutely... Look at me, of course I wasn't. <laughs> I don't know, you're the only one here without glasses. 
Um, I will say this. Um, I don't know, because I think that there are... <laughs> your glasses don't count. Don't you wear contacts, Joe, or am I making that up? No, I have perfect vision. Oh, right, you just wear a mouth guard. Um, I wear a retainer to bed. <laughs> I wear the mouth guard, duh. Oh, God, I'm sorry, I'm mixing you two up again. Anyways. No, that's Pope and Ginger Johnson that you're supposed to mess up, mix up. <laughs> no, you two just look so much alike. I mean... Like, what? what is there not to not confuse you two with? I just, you know. Yeah, one looks like, you know, uh, YouTube star circa 2008. One of them looks like a low-rent wheezy waiter. We got we got things going for us. The uh, two genders. The two genders. <laughs> one thing that I will say is the reason why I, I would love to see what Joe is talking about in them having to reach out to other designers – but my wonder is, is that if all of her drag is her own stuff, she might take pride in that. So even if she did go on in All Stars, it would still be as made by Ginger. Yeah, but maybe she'd have more time. Like, there's just a simple thing of like, again, it's the my problem with Ginger Johnson, as far as her aesthetic, is that like, it felt like she ran out of time and had to grab several things from her wardrobe and make it work. Mm. Her finale runway... I'm just going to say it looks like she just ran out of clothes. I have some opinions on that. But before we, too, before we get should... to that. Yeah. the ma- They've learned that they're going to be doing the first actual music video in UK history. Wild. Just wild to me. I like that they're pre-recording it. I think I actually think that this music video is really good because it's pre-recorded. Yeah. Like, I yeah. I started disliking a lot of the... I feel like Read You, Wrote You was such a moment that they just keep doing it. It's like, a lot of these aren't Read You, Wrote You. And so this spotlight video was fun. It was cute. Mm-hmm. I was into it. It was... So, the setup, music video, they're going to do original verses, which I always, always love. Like, make the girls make their own shit. Let's I'm not say always board. love. There are some really bad original verses. No, I'm not saying the verses are good. I just like seeing them do it because it adds some personality and makes me let... It lets me judge them on their merit, not their ability to lip sync. I was going to say, see, the difference between... Is I'd rather I'd rather make my own stuff and come in with someone else having written my own verse. <laughs> I prefer when they have to do two verses at least in a season because typically by that point they didn't bring two verses. But I also am a big fan of, like... Like, I, these, these verses feel like they wrote them before showing up in case they were in the top three. Like oh, they're absolutely. Yeah. And so I always love, like, my favorite verse challenges are the ones where they have to fit a theme. Like, I'm in Love is, I think, one of the best songs in years because they <laughs> all had to be creative. It really was a great one. Daddy Janky. <laughs> David's favorite joke of all time Daddy Janky <laughs> Hannibal Lecter Rocky Balboa <laughs> or was Henry, it Henry Cavill Henry Cavill I don't know why for so- I, know that, I know that no one would say this And Henry Cavill makes a lot of sense But when you said that This is just probably where my mind is I thought you were going to go Henry Kissinger <laughs> Oh by the way listeners He's fucking dead Ha 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 ha! Henry Kissinger, I hardly know injure. Oh, get fucked. Rest in piss. Um, actually, this does have to do with drag. 
Um, Eddie Henry Kissinger. Um, <laughs> it's Henry Kissinger season 14. He, he's missing ho. He's no, missing ho. No, Henry kissing her. Oh, I actually like that name. <laughs> it's a good drag king name. Ooh. There's a drag queen doing Freud on TikTok right now, and I'm like, send me that it's immediately. So good. I'll send, yeah. Oh my god. Does the drag queen does the drag king ask a lot about um the relationship with people's mother? Well, it's they're doing lip syncs. They also did one to uh My Heart Will Go On as uh Jack from Titanic. If you could see the faces David and I are making right now. It, oh my god. They're very I'll send y'all some stuff. They're very exciting. I don't remember their oh name. Oh my anyway. God. Anyway. Anyways, oh, finishing what I was saying. This does work. Trust me. Um it ties a lot of things together. Um, I got it. So there's a movie called Mixed Nuts, and it's a Christmas movie. We are in the holiday season. Um, and Liev Schreiber plays a drag queen who goes, I met Henry Kissinger once at a nightclub. And it's just what I always think of when I think of Henry Kissinger. That story was a mixed bag. It had to do with nuts. drag and Henry Kissinger. I stand by it. I like, it was I like that the story was just, there's a movie with a single line. Yeah, Exactly. A single line female. Anyways, um, they're cat burglars. Yes, the theme for this is going to be them being cat burglars. They're all going to write their own verses. Tomorrow wants to be the Nicki Minaj on Monster, which I respect. Um, and they don't spend a lot of time with them writing the verses because, Joe, you're right. They yeah, probably came in. They fully written. definitely, we don't see them record their verses or write them. Instead, we cut to the Tic Tac lunch, which I hate. I'm never going to love, except, y'all, I am such an easy sell. I am such a fucking mark. I am mm. such a fucking sap. I hate myself for how into this fucking Tic Tac lunch I got. I'm so embarrassed well, it's by how I, into it I got. Well, it's because I feel like they finally kind of did it right. But one thing that I do want to mention uh, first is- It's not is, right, but it's okay. Why was RuPaul in currency pajamas? Why couldn't RuPaul stand up to give the girl the fucking crown? Why did she make Danny Beard do it? She can't be bothered, okay? She's okay. done. No, because by the time she's seated at the desk, she's taken off the bottom of her gown, and she's wearing sweatpants. Yeah, but she usually gets up to crown the queens. Does she? You can take yes. sweatpants off, David. Yeah, but then you'll show that you're crowning. Um, I hate it here. <laughs> so... All right, you know what? I'm ignoring that. I'm going to keep gushing for a second. So first up was Ginger. And Ginger, uh, my favorite part of the episode, is RuPaul looking at Ginger Johnson out drag and going, you're so much younger than Ginger. Hateful. <laughs> like, hateful. Hateful. So Accurate. Mean. I mean, that's not uncommon. Like, Ben has always said about Ben de la Creme that Ben de la Creme's older. And Jinx Monsoon, like Jinx has always said, Jinx is way older than me. Mm-hmm. You eventually age into your drag persona for a lot of these girls. Yeah. Bianca but it Del is... Rio. What are you talking oh, about? Bianca Del Rio came out of the womb old. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. She she was young during the Hindenburg when she, you know, debuted Bianca. You know. I still believe I, that I, I heard. I heard that it was a real explosive performance. It's funny that you say that because I just believe that she, like, came out like a fully formed adult with a full face of makeup. Bologna. A cigarette in one hand and a bologna sandwich in the other. But no, I, so like we, and then we get some like conversation. The thing I will say about this episode is as cute as the Tic Tac lunch is because they bring in 
Ginger's partner. Mm-hmm. And and then they're even like, oh, look at how many badges she has. Ginger breaks her NDA immediately and is like, I want Snatch Game. Um, they're like, <laughs> you sound... Um, and, and it's like, it's just very cute. It's very loving. The problem is, is that we also, in this episode, we get a Tic Tac lunch with an emotional moment with someone from back yep. home. A conversation with your young self. And a Ugh. lecture as to why you should be America's next drag superstar that's also emotional. And I'm like, oh my god, no offense, none of these girls are actually interesting enough for this much emotionality in one episode. Yeah. <laughs> I don't disagree, and I will admit, I actually almost fell asleep during the tell your five-year-old self some facts about yourself, or whatever the fuck they do, I do not care. Uh, but this part where Ginger's with her partner and her partner's like, oh, I'm so happy to see you. Never do this again. Yeah, I was kind of, well, it's funny because when she said never do this again, there was definitely a part of me that went like. Well, she didn't win any money, so she probably needs to do it again. That was the weird red herring where I genuinely was kind of like, I think Ginger's going to win this. Really? Because I think that like, there was something genuine where Ginger was like. If they ever ask me to do Drag Race again, I- I'm not going to do it. Mm, I guess so. That's that my, that's, that's my, f- like, the thing is, is that it's, I don't, I don't know if we're kind of jumping the gun here a little bit, but. I mean, I def- David, famously, you don't listen to a recap podcast before l- watching the episode if you are avoiding spoilers. Touche, touche. Um, but I'm just saying that, like, it's and we one can of those- all agree that Kate Butch won this episode. Absolutely. <laughs> Kate Butch, she's a winner, baby. Um, we, we'll talk about that, those runways, because, oh my gosh. Yeah. But um, what I was going to say was, I feel like when you are crowning a winner, there's a couple of um, factors. And one of the factors is, will she do Drag Race again? So, like, for example, I don't think Sasha Colby would, would have done Drag Race again if she didn't win. I don't think Ginger Johnson would do Drag Race again. I... Um, don't agree with this in general i personally don't necessarily agree with the idea that we are currently at a point where we're crowning queens who are in the top three based on all-star potential i think that that is necessary that can be true when you're talking about people queens getting eliminated where they're like we did not bring vanji to the finals because we're saving her for all-stars is absolutely something that i think you can make an argument for but I don't think that at the top three, they have any real thought about whether or not this queen is coming back for an All-Stars when it comes to oh, crowning because they want to sell tickets. And the winners, the winner with the most fans sells tickets, and that's more useful than putting them in an All-Stars season at this point. Especially when you consider that in the UK, most of them will likely do an All-Stars eventually to win actual money. In another country. Like, if they offer ginger johnson all stars nine and like all all winners three she's doing it and she won't think twice about it because any queen from the uk would it's a lot of money i mean i don't disagree with that but i also just don't know because i think that there are some people who do the competition the, the vibe that i got was she was like i don't think i could do a competition again because i think that there is something to be said about like, I did the thing, I won the thing, I don't necessarily need to do it again. And 
like I did the thing, I didn't win the thing. I'm not hanging my head in shame, but I just don't have another competition in me because reality TV shows in many ways, even the kindest ones are still about breaking you down. Yeah. And and if you don't have that like I think that people who do reality more than once, like a competition-based thing, are very strong people. Again, I'm just saying that I don't think they're looking at all-star potential. But I don't think they looked at Ginger Johnson and Michael Maruli and said, which of these queens is coming back for all-stars? You could maybe make the argument they looked at that with, like, Tamara Thomas, where it was like, we would let, we would rather we keep her. But I do not think that they made any decision based between those two based on, like, potential returning vibes so one big thing i want to bring up here because i feel like you both have some very salient points but what i feel is drag race uk un american drag race the winner is important the winner's big but it's an ensemble like it doesn't matter who won that season because there's going to be like five other girls who are just as beloved and people will still shell out for the UK drag race, though, there's typically seems to one be fan winning. favorite and a winner per season. Kind of. But I was going to say way more concerned about making sure that the winner can represent the brand elsewhere. Uh, like, you know, Danny Beard. I don't know what Danny Beard has been up to. I'm sure they're doing very well. And I I stand. Don't get it twisted. But I feel like Danny Beard was picked over Cheddar Gorgeous because she could be an ambassador for the brand better. And I feel like that is a huge aspect of Drag Race UK that you don't get for, say, I don't know, All-Stars. I actually would say that I think UK is very similar to All-Stars, where it's less of a one-year reign and more of a Hall of Fame almost. Where, like, I I I think because we have so few winners of any international seasons... We, you look at them as a whole. So the winners of Drag Race UK are similar to the winners of the All-Star season. Where it's like, yeah, you have Vivian, Lawrence, Crystal, Danny, and uh, now Ginger all are a conglomerate together. And I think they actually do look at how do they play off of each other. I think that you can't, you, can't, you, you crown a Lawrence Cheney. And then you cast, you crown of Crystal Versace next to tell a narrative about drag. Yeah, like, it wouldn't surprise me if they do an all-winners way before we ever got ours. Like, it took us about 14 seasons to do an all-winners. I I can see that happening. I just think we're going to start getting a lot of international all-winners seasons. Mm. It'll be a shame for whichever, whoever's on the second one, because I don't know how many queens can beat Priyanka. But, um... What's her name? I don't remember. Me neither. I think it's Paprika. No, Paprika is the first child of salt and pepper on Blue's Clues. Oh, you <laughs> fucking we infant. We all tuned back in for the movie. Okay. There was a movie? I'm... Yes, there was a movie. And did you know Blue was a girl? Yeah. Yes. And then they had Pink the... Blue, who's just another girl. I wish Magenta had been a boy. Also, Ginger has a really beautiful moment. So I actually, I one problem I had with Ginger this season is I didn't get a lot of emotionality from her. I felt oh, yeah. like Ginger was pretty cold 
um, which I don't love when you're a reality TV contestant. And we got this really beautiful moment where she was like, I didn't know if I was going to make it to the age of 30. And so when I got there, I then realized I had to start, like, living my life. Mm -hmm. My heart. I love this. It was just such, like, I loved that moment. Yeah. Like I said, I'm an easy sell. We all know I'm a mark. I'm the one who probably, once upon a time, did enjoy the talk to your baby self section this entire moment the conversation i mean the hurt the talk to your baby self section used to work really well when the finales were less emotional um like like season seven has some really good talking to your baby self moments Mm. um but going back to this season then we have michael maruli um who we get to see our partner yeah michael's partner comes out he's irish and they're like Michelle's like, hey, I want to fuck your accent. He's like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) He was so adorable. And honestly, Michael, the moment I became like, I like Michael a lot. You know, between the three, I think maybe I want Michael to win. The moment I was like, I love Michael, was Michael admitting that they ran away at 16 and their family wasn't wouldn't have a problem with it they were loving and supportive but it was just he was so scared yeah they couldn't come out so they ran and i think that is such a it's one of those moments where you go oh yeah michael is a very different age than we are Mm -hmm. at least 85 yeah yeah (laughs) shady cow um it's just so humanizing and so human. And the fact she feels this guilt and shared that was like, oh my God, I get you now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then we have Tamara Thomas and Tamara talks about how her dad wasn't super accepting. Her mom is great. I just want to say, imagine, you know, when they were like, who's rooting for you back home? She's like, my mom, my mom's my best supporter. My mom. Um, <laughs> I kept thinking, like, what if they went, anyway, here's your roommate, Caramel. And they were like, (laughs) like, I was like, what if they accidentally got the wrong person for one of these queens? And they were like, who's your biggest supporter? And they're like, oh, my my mom. And they're like, well, here's your sister. (laughs) One, I want that to happen so bad. That would have been so funny. And two, Two? if it was Caramel, she wouldn't have known who that is. Exactly. favorite joke of the season and three i don't know if it's just she gets really excited or what was going on maybe she ate a marijuana edible i could not understand a fucking word tomorrow was saying i had subtitles on i was sober as a nun oh it's because she had just gotten botox in her lips have um, you been understand you don't get botox in your lip you get fillers i was making a lip. joke because if you, if you get botox you're going to did you hear about people getting anal Botox to make bottoming easier? We're ignoring that. So anyway, <laughs> after Tamara has her moment with her mom, which is, you know, pretty cute, I guess. Like, I couldn't understand it, but it seemed sweet. I mean, uh, it was very odd that it was like, here's your partner. Here's your partner. Here's your mom. Some of us are single, David. <laughs> oh, my God. I finally got the reducing noise thing. I literally haven't gotten that until this moment. In any I of I don't believe you. I do not believe you. I'm I'm happy uh, that it took me being shady to bring you to that point. 
Hi, and welcome back to Shady Cows. Moo with me. So, so after David has been waiting his whole life for one of us to make a run joke. (laughs) I can't believe I'm the one who did it. Uh, Let's see. I know that, and would you light my candle? Moving on. Uh, So we get to the music video, and they're all supposed to be cat burglar sort of things. What the fuck is Michael Pope? Cat burglars. I thought you said. I thought you said burglars. 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 She looks like a character. I liked. I thought Michael looked like a character from like Shadowrun. Uh. Yes, I will not argue with that. She does look like a character from a 1990s RPG, cyberpunk Mm -hmm. RPG thingy. Where they're all cat burglars. Where they're all sci-fi burglars. I just love, okay, so we have Ginger, who looks like Party City cat burglar. We have Michael with the weirdest headpiece I've ever seen. And then we have Tamara, and Tamara's the only one who got the memo to be, look, just, just, just be Scarlett Johansson in the uh, Avengers movies. Like, j- just be Black Widow. Speaking of Tamara, um, we did forget one thing, which is that uh, Clodemeyer, who is the uh, choreogra- choreographer, used to teach her hip-hop. Well, we didn't forget that. We're just getting to that right now, yeah. and you brought it up. David, you're like, we forgot. We're in the moment. We could just mention it, but instead... <laughs> instead... Memory problems. Welcome to ADHD, folks. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that was... It kind of reminds me how small and incestuous the uh, English entertainment industry is. Everyone knows each other. I think it's the English gay community. I hope not. <laughs> David, what videos have you been watching? Stop. Stop. Just stop watching them, all right? We're concerned. I have stop. said nothing. I have David. said nothing. I David. am not the one who brought up Say Uncle a couple of weeks ago. You were the one who brought up Jonah Wheeler. Yeah, but you're the one who brought up Say Uncle. And I'm the one moving this conversation forward now. So, I knew Jonah Wheeler from not that. Just saying. <sighs> what was Ginger wearing? <laughs> Why did she have a pom-pom tail? Oh, Why I was going to have the exact tail? same thing. Because she's a cat. Meow. Cats have tails, but they're not pom-pom tails. Why was she going to space on vacation, Pope? Ginger Why just she does also things. Like a, like, like a harness thing, but it wasn't a harness thing. But it was a, I don't know. I, I will say I, none of their outfits bothered me. I don't I, remember. You guys are talking about them, and I'm like, I'm I guess say these is, happened. Here's what I will say: Ginger is dressed like a character from Stripperella, um, a silly sausage lady. M- Michael is dressed like a villain in the Batman cartoon, and yeah, Tamara got the memo. Do I also have to go through my list of? This person is dressed with this fun joke. This person is dressed with this fun joke. And tomorrow got the memo. I will say Ginger reminded me a lot of myself when we have to do photo shoots where there's a lot of like, Ginger, give us, give us, give us something. What are you doing? I don't know. What is my body? Wait, I I do want to be clear. I don't agree with that. Because Ginger was so committed to a bit that was very funny. And I'm always tricking you into taking photos, Bob. You absolutely do. I spend all of them. I'm like a very uneducated dog. I I put a treat on Pope's nose. 
uh, and he doesn't get to eat it, and then I have to Photoshop the treat out. Or you just put peanut butter on the lens. On the lens? I put I actually put peanut butter in post mouse, so he seems like he's talking for the podcast. <laughs> I'm Mr. Ed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think my biggest my biggest thing with this top three is that I don't think we've had a top three in a long time that all just genuinely liked each other this much. So they don't have a lot of like interesting dynamics in the worker because they don't love each other they're not like lovey-dovey top three they're like we are all co-workers who like being they're at our job together um and their job happens to be drag race though at the same time it kind of reminds me a little bit of like the season 13 they just all liked each other so much and by the top four because elliot with uh 3k has bonded them uh <laughs> and so they were all like we're just all happy we're here um, I'm always, I'm always, I always feel like I need to bleep that, but at the same time, fuck them. At the um, same time, they were transphobic to Gottmik, so it made Seth uncomfortable. Like, but what's interesting is that, like, kind of going to what piggybacking off of what you were saying, Joe, is that what is, is that they're definitely not Rolaska talks, um, and, and they're jinx. definitely not what Rolaska talks and Jinx, right? Um, but I'm just saying as far as the the unit goes, yeah. Like, it's, they're definitely not Rulaska Talks, and they're definitely not, like, the Heathers, or the Boogers, for that matter, matter. They genuinely seem like they will. I do not think that Tamara and Ginger slash Michael are going to talk again. Like, I think Ginger and Michael might remain moderately good friends. I don't think Tamara is going to be, like, a huge part of their lives if they're not actively working with her. Mm. I, I don't know. I feel like they all... I feel like they trauma bonded over being on the show. There's definitely but, a three-way group text. Yeah, I, I see them. Let me put it this way. I don't see any of them, like, intentionally leaving the big season five group chat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, since there's just kind of, they're they're not having any fights. They're not having any tears. I think we could just go to the music video because. Well, uh, one thing that I did want to say before oh, that is that um, one thing that I found interesting while they were doing. Uh, the music video was that Ginger was very unconfident. And I feel like it was one of the first times that we saw her being like, cause I feel like in the past we've either seen her feel like she's been a very strong contender or mm-hmm. disappointed that she wasn't being seen. So, and, uh, yeah. And so I feel like this was kind of the first time that we, that she was having a moment of like weakness for lack of a better term. So I actually think there's something really interesting to that, which is that if you are, So, Ginger is, like, famously confidently zagging when others zig, but I feel like a lot of the times when Ginger does that, it's not necessarily intentional, it's just, like, how her mind works, Mm. and this was her consciously saying, I am not doing this music video the way that I'm supposed to, and there, that is a huge risk, and I will say, I do think it paid off. Ginger is my favorite part of the video. Same. Same. Before we get to that... We've never done this before, guys. Um, but never, not once. Do you want to chat about Mama Ru's outfit? Yeah. Okay, tell me what it was. I, I don't remember this one. She looks like a dominatrix in a silk bedsheet. I actually didn't take notes on Ru's look for the first time. Not the first time. I've done this before. I fucked up my job before. I'm bad at my job. Uh, but I couldn't tell you what she was wearing. Like, wait, is that why you run. know? You take notes? I just think we all remember things. I don't remember anything. I Where don't, am I? I take very detailed notes. 
I just have a series of weird punchlines in my phone. The funnier an episode is, the better I am. Uh, Again, the actual best way I am at remembering what happened in an episode is that I'm trying to make David laugh while we're watching it together. Mm. Is why I know season 15 quite well, is that me and David watched a lot of those episodes together. And it was a lot of like, ha-cha-cha. I can see that. I can see that. Sorry, we're sorry, we're fake remind- elbowing each other. The, the, what you're doing is also reminding me of like, I had to take my nephews to swim class and there was a very unimpressive swim teacher who was like, all right, kids, you're going to do chicken. Then you're going to do airplane. Then you're going to do soldier. Chicken, airplane, soldier. Wait, I love that. I'm going to remember that next time I have to swim. That's really useful. It really is. That teacher is impressive. You buried the lead. Speaking of things that are impressive. The girls were doing a remix of RuPaul's song, uh, Spotlight. Spotlight. Which I, I wasn't aware had lyrics. Um, I thought I it only had the beginning. No, you've, I only knew the spotlight, spotlight, baby, come on. Because it's like one of the ones they walked down the runway to, right? Yeah, like, that's all, I, I didn't know there were actual lyrics, I just thought it was, spotlight, spotlight, baby, come on. Um, well, that's that, why they had to write verses to it. Yeah, I was gonna say, there might not have been lyrics until now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought Ginger's verse was really good, Same. her dancing oh. sucked, and that actually endeared me to her. I'm a silly sausage great. lady. Yeah, you know, they said famously on All Stars 2, Alaska wouldn't have won the crown if she didn't have that meltdown in the makeover episode. And I think Ginger kind of sucking at this and being a little nervous might have won her the crown. It's a moment of like, oh, I like you. Again, I don't think she sucked. I think that she was very... It's like the difference between Jinx Monsoon mixing up choreography and like Layla McQueen not confidently doing choreo in the... in uh bitch perfect is Mm. wildly different of like a conscious someone turning a lack of skill into a conscious choice versus somebody Mm -hmm. who just lacks skill and i think that ginger johnson is such a is genuinely such a gifted comedian and we really saw it in this episode that she was able to funnel her her uncomfortableness being sexy and her lack of dancing into something really good yeah um I, I loved Ginger in this, and Michael, I thought, did pretty good. I, I still don't understand the headpiece. I'm not going to change my mind on that. Michael felt like a felt like a an, a slightly aged pop star in this. Mm-hmm. Like, Ginger was goofy. Tamara, Tamara moving-wise, felt like a pop star, but I didn't like, think her verse sounded like a pop star. Michael felt like, like the elder pop star on the song. Mm-hmm. To me. But I also barely know what music is. I thought it was good for what it was. The yeah. video was fun. I liked that it I kind of turned into um that it turned into like a live performance. I love that they incorporated all of the old queens. Um Yeah, that was fun. I liked seeing yeah. uh well, everyone just, except for one. Just because Michael Marulli's in the video doesn't mean they incorporated all of the old queens. Hey oh. Yeah, they incorporated Kate too. Um <laughs> Uh, Kara was sadly still sick, which Mm -hmm. is a huge bummer. Especially, she posted her final runway. Oh, God. And it's the best, it is the best runway. 
Caramel's mm-hmm. final runway is the best look of the finale. It honest to God is. Mm-hmm. Should we take it to the runway? Runway? runway. Yeah, let's take it to the runway. Run, runway. run, run. Runway. Category is? Grand finale eleganza, dripping in jewels. So let's start with Alexis. Alexis St. Pete. Um, I love this coat. The coat is the best part of the outfit. Um, And like, I don't dislike the outfit. It's one of those things where like, Alexis has such a specific aesthetic. But also, we only saw Alexis wear five things, and they're all quite similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is yeah. in that same vein of being like... Though I, I like... I do like the asymmetry of the bottom of the, like, bodysuit portion. Mm-hmm. Um, But the coat is phenomenal, and I love the wig. Yeah. I mean, she's... It's good. It's just kind of... It's very safe, in my opinion. Like... I'm not going to remember this next season. There are a lot of times where you'll see a fin- where when they do this, where they all the queens walk in the finale, where your thought is like, man, it's a good thing you didn't make it to the finale because like this doesn't feel like finale drag. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did like I, I. It's funny because I don't remember what the look looked like, but I wrote down that I thought it looked amazing and I liked it. So there you go. You don't remember it, but I don't remember so... it. But I liked it. Yeah, fair. Next was uh, Miss Naomi. Who's doing Stunning. a Beyonce She's in the nod. Crazy in Love music video. Um, I I did not get that at all. Um, I might have to rewatch the Crazy in Love music video, but like from what I remember of that video, I don't remember that color it's palette. A, yeah, it's the color palette apparently. I, I, okay. I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan uh, as we Naomi know. is. Naomi absolutely is, mm-hmm. but Naomi looked fantastic here. This... Like, Naomi is a great fucking queen, yeah. and this proved it. I mean, we all learned that Orange looked great on her skin when she wore that little piece of coochie floss. Um, mm-hmm. One of the worst things ever, and still kind of looked okay. I kind of love it. Every time I see yep. it, it brings me joy. And this purple is also stunning. I like the way that this is cut. Um... Again, I don't think it's necessarily, like, my favorite finale runway, but I, I enjoy a good gown category, and this is a stunning gown category moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. If we were at the pageant and she came out in this, snaps. I have a feeling that if we'd saw, seen all of Naomi's runways, this would have felt like a great conclusion. Because one thing about yeah. Naomi is that she wasn't always doing gown. Like, mm-hmm. Naomi had yeah. so many runways yeah. that were fun and charactery that coming mm-hmm. out as just a stunning version of herself would have been great. Yeah. I like her so much. I really hope we get to see her again someday. Next um, up, um, Banksy got caught in the fly machine and became the fly. Oh, I was going to say. The sexiest goth fly. Silky Nutmeg Minash found dead in a ditch. Um, I was going to say that her mother is Violet Tchotchke and her father is Brundle Fly. Um, <laughs> that was a good reference for me and not for Joe. Precisely. But I know who I Violet love- Tchotchke is. <laughs> You know what? You know what? You do, and I apologize. But And he said I... the fly machine, so I was like, oh, maybe he they... will get... They said the fly machine, so I thought, oh, maybe they'll go, oh, Brundlefly. I know what that is. No, of course I've never seen it. It's a movie. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Be a fly. Be very a fly. Maybe they've <laughs> seen the opera. Um, I wasn't aware there was an opera. I don't want to see it. Cronenberg but... did it, too. Anyway. Okay, um, now I want to see it. 
So I love this. I love this. I really love this. It's not. It's one of those moments mm-hmm. where it's like this is stunning. It's very Banksy. It's not my personal taste level. Of it's not like my favorite thing personally. I wish there mm-hmm. was maybe a little bit more to it. But I mm-hmm. also am a, am a maximalist. Same. I I agree with Joe on this one. Um, I definitely think that it's a cute out like it's a cute outfit, but it's not what I necessarily want for a finale. I like it from the waist up, and I like the I like the way the garters work. There's mm-hmm. just something about the panty that I'm not the biggest fan of personally. Yeah. I, I can get that. Yeah. I can get that. At the same time, this feels so correctly Banksy that I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, work. Like, I'm not gonna have any opinion of it that isn't like that's like terrible. I just go, oh, this isn't my personal favorite. Fair. It's a, it gets Same. a passing grade. You just you might not love it. Um, um, speaking of things that same... I just don't love. Oh, I was gonna say in a same same but radically different. Um, Joe, what did you say? You loved everything from the waist up. Yeah, I like the waist up. I was gonna say you like the waist up, but with Vicky, I like everything from the neck down. Really? Yeah, Shocking. I thought her face. I didn't think Vicky's face or hair was bad. I didn't like the face. I don't know why. The face that's and the just, hair just didn't do it for me. Just her normal but the face. dress is beautiful. Um, I think the dress is pretty. Uh, this is not my favorite. Um, like, this is one of those ones where, like, this feels generic. Mm. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Jeremy Carey's uh, finale look on season four. Generic. Which is very... Yeah, it was just generic pageants. Like, like this is what you own if you do pageants in your town. I don't mm-hmm. like that the skirt and the top. I don't like that the skirt portion of the gown isn't fully jeweled and it's like maybe a nude. Maybe it's a. Pa- it almost looks like a pant in some moments. Mm-hmm. It looks like she, she. It looks almost like she might be wearing hair and pants. And I forgot. Um, <laughs> I think you said it looks like she's wearing hair on her pants. <laughs> And speaking Harry of hair pants. on her pants, no, that doesn't make sense to Kate. <laughs> um, this, I mean, Kate's was gorgeous. Yeah. Kate, I cannot, there is nothing about this I would want her to do differently. I, the thing that I, the one thing I would like, I, I, I think this of it would be stunning if it was cinched slightly more. Mm. Personally, I just think that like, voom, voom would be very, very good. Um, it's. But I, was say with, I love uh, the way she walked out in it. Mm-hmm. The walk. The 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 face reveal. Again, Kate's a master of um having of uh revealing something unimpressive, so she showed her face. <laughs> you fucking cow! You shady cow! Moo! Moo away! Moo out of here! Oh, you're horrible. No, her horrible, makeup actually horrible, looks horrible. really nice. I thought like, so too. Her make, she, she's really figuring herself out. I'm really excited to see what Kate does. Yeah, I, same. Here's what I will say that I think is actually kind of funny and amazing at the same time. Um, Kate's trajectory kind of really works with her finale dress because I thought that the finale dress was very My Fair Lady. And I feel like she did kind of have yeah. an Eliza Doolittle type narrative. My Fair Katie. My Fair Katie Ooh. narrative. Um, but the real question is, who was her Professor Higgins? Was it Michelle or was it Rue? Because I think it might have been Michelle. It was Ginger. It can't be Rue. Rue is a very Doolittle type of coach. Mm. So Doolittle that in the music video, she didn't even leave her, like, her, like, like you done already had hers 
box. Yeah, she literally was like, I'm, I'll record this. I'm going to record this on a random day. It's like, like it's like, I need to do what? Okay, fine. Just, just, just run the tape. Just run the like tape. It's like when you're oh, watching an all-star season and you see the, Ru- the dress that RuPaul does, like, the promo for another season in. Mm-hmm. So, after Kate was Dee Delicious and the body was perfect. Yeah. Yes. She, like, she, e- this color. She finally hid her boob line. Yes. She really did. God. And it looked so good. The color is stunning. Um, Yeah. I'm like, this is like drag perfection. Mm-hmm. It feels like, this feels like high class glamorous drag. This feels mm-hmm. like something like Alexis Mateo strives to achieve where it's like high camp but also fashion and also and just Dee stunning Dee is 20 years old yeah i love that yeah uh, she is going she's going to run this country i fucking love Dee, Dee. like i really i really hope that we get to that she like cooks a little bit more and then like really just like steals the show and takes I, it home i really hope we see her in a non-UK season so she can win some fucking money. As I said, I actually... I I was gonna say, as I said, like, honestly, take these girls, minus Ginger, she, I mean, minus Ginger, she has her crown. She's gonna get money from her basement show. Fingers crossed. Um, and put them in a normal season of US. She's just gonna win, uh, she's just gonna make, um, minimum wage. Uh, she's gonna make California minimum wage though, so it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> Fair, but no, Fair. Uh, I, I'd love to, I would love to see Dee Dee on Canada versus the world because I would love, love to that. see her get critiqued by judges. Sometimes, if someone never wins a badge in their initial season and they mm-hmm. don't come out of the gate being clearly the winner, they're just like, "Well, we never gave you a win at the first time. Why are we gonna do that now?" Um, mm-hmm. And I would hate for that to be Dee Dee's narrative because I think she's – I can't wait to see what she becomes. Mm-hmm. She's stunning. It was so good. And now we go to our top three final runway where we take kind of a weird step. So we have opinion. Ginger Johnson. And remember how I was just talking about how sometimes a queen walks out in, in their top three lo- – in their fin- finale runway and you're like, oh, it's a good thing you didn't make it to the finale because, like, this clearly isn't a finale runway. Yeah. Ginger Johnson. <laughs> It's if it wasn't pants. If it just if it was a dress. If the pants I went think to the I'd floor, maybe, and like were like wider, and the pants could be a moment. I, there's just not. I just if if the bl- if the bling gave it more dimension. If there was if Ginger was from Spain, like why is she doing this? I agree with you. I thought her like reasoning behind this is why I chose to do the matador was interesting i'm gonna guess there was a category Um, that we didn't see that maybe the matador fit for maybe this was her travel look es possible however i will say that like the look didn't even really read matador to me it read like it read like it read this? to me mariachi band that plays in a chintzy mexican restaurant didn't on even Sundays. read that to me it read like you know when you like go to see your grandmother, but it's not a holiday, but she still wants to dress up because you're gonna go to like an okay restaurant. No, That's my grandma only went to Chico's. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say my grandma's dead. 
She is dead now, <laughs> but when she was alive, Chico's. Um, also, she would never go to a just okay restaurant because she only went to three places. So that when she sat down, they would immediately give her her snifter with a double of Grey Goose, a cup of ice, and a can of Sprite Zero. And if she didn't get those things upon sitting down, she got a new waiter. Was your grandmother Valerie Archer? Yeah, my grandma was very Mallory Archer. Oh my god. Oh, it's Mallory, not Valerie. My gosh. Um. Anyways, that's that's the vibe Mallory. that I got, which. And, and she's really like that because she's dead now. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Mallory doesn't die at the end of the season. They just uh, give her a vacation. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not Rise of Sky. It's not Rise of Skywalker where they're like, we're gonna have Princess Leia, you guys, body double, just dead on the floor for half this movie. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about that movie. I will start. I will turn. I will grow a neck beard and start yelling. Um, and this isn't even yeah. a Star Wars podcast. Because I've never seen to. Star Wars. No, it's fair. Fair. Um, but yeah, um, that's the vibe that I got from it. Was it just was kind of like, it was like it was like okay, we're gonna go visit Grandma, and Grandma was like, let's 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 go to the Cheesecake Factory. So how dare you? The Cheesecake Factory is a tier above an okay restaurant. Oh, but like that's what I mean is that it's like it's or like it's like a it's like a nice Italian restaurant, but it's not like the best Italian restaurant. Book it about anyways. Fair. I feel like this outfit was missing either a glamour element or a camp element. Like if there was a bowl somewhere on it, then I could mm-hmm. be like, uh, <laughs> if there was or a if it was cape a dress. or a cape, yeah, or she like, had like the red thing that the that cape. cape. <laughs> yeah, it's just lacking a lot. And after her was Michael, and here are my notes for Michael's runway. <clears throat> Didn't we just say a, an element of glamour and an element of camp? Or an element of camp would have really worked. Uh, Michael, when you're when you're the white mage at seven, you got to show at eight, but you have to sell toothpaste for a commercial at six. How dare I you? She's the blue mage. <laughs> I loved this. It's... I don't. I know it's not. I know it's weird. I know it's weird. I just loved it. I it's... thought it was so cool. Here's the thing. This I love this look because it is Michael Maruli's final drag. Like, this makes sense if you've watched all of her runways this season. It is drag perfection. It is a gown, but in a new way, where Michael doesn't really do that many gowns. It's big. It's impressive. You want to crown it. I really liked it. Now, David, tell us why you hated it. I just thought it looked like something that she stole from either Trinity or Acid Betty. Um, cause I'm pretty sure I saw Acid Betty wearing something very similar and it looked like it reminded me of Trinity's, um, uh, All-Stars 4 promo look. It can't be a Trinity, the tuck look. I Her like it. Her isn't out. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think the color scheme wise it is that, but like, yeah, literally the look you're referencing is a short, a much shorter dress. I... Again, it's just, I, like, I don't know. There was something about it that I was like, I've seen this before, and I feel like it was on Trinity, and I know that it was this, and I know that it was All Stars Four, and I just remember having a conversation with Acid Betty because she was wearing something similar, and I was like, Oh, it's like you're wearing an All Stars Four look, and she said, All four. She said a lot of the All Stars Four girls called me for concept designs, and then never called me back, and then I saw what they were wearing. So I. You either might mean Naomi, 
because Naomi Possibly. has something kind of more similar to this. Or you might mean Trinity's curves and swerves look, which was also a similar color. Possibly. Those would be the two things I would maybe say. Again, I don't think it's particularly similar other than a color scheme. Like, like I, I, like, I don't, like, the way that it uses these, like, pa- almost paper plastic elements as shards is not something I've seen on any of those. The spikes in the back. This feels like the Pokemon evolution. This feels mm. like the Pokemon evolution of an ice regional form of her all that glitters look. Okay. That was such a weird cut, but I don't disagree. It's just... I like it a lot. I think it's really pretty. I think it's, I guess for me, it's so ostentatious and loud and big. Like, this is what you want the finale looks to be. Yeah. At least I do. Yeah. I also think that in general, um, Michael has two sides. She has, I am the smartest person in this room. Watch me be all five Spice Girls. Mm -hmm. And she has this very specific, very like, spiky like queen in mad max fury road meets club kid aesthetic that this is the final evolution of that Mm. like we didn't get a hyper conceptual final runway which might have been what david wanted because i know all of david's favorite michael looks have been more in michael's incredible mind working but Mm -hmm. this feels like Michael is conceptual, but her aesthetic is this specific thing, and this is the final version of her aesthetic. Okay. Fair. That's, yeah. yeah. I, I, again, I just really like this look, and I, I do agree that the color scheme is very All-Stars 4. Mm-hmm. I just don't think a lot of those promos were this good. Fair no, those enough. were actually really good. That's like the, I love that color aesthetic. I really yeah. like that one. Next, we have Tamara, who has this flapper number. I have to say, of the top three, this was my favorite. Um, did you see her walk in it? Where she know, like, where she lifted her skirt above her vagina because she couldn't walk in this dress. You know, I I feel like uh like I'm about to be called out as a fraud for being on this podcast as I say this. Whenever you guys talk about walk, unless it's like very, like, for me. I, I usually don't notice. Oh, I always notice the walk. The walk is... I don't care what a garment looks like still if I don't like it in motion. Versus um, me, who I could like a garment still. Whereas, like... like uh, And, like, I have a very different opinion of garments and photos as I do still. But if you can't walk in something... I, 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 I oh. oh, go ahead. But, like, if you can't walk in something, I don't want to see it on you. And especially with this, literally every time tomorrow, you can consciously see her pick up the dress because it is under her heels. And mm-hmm. it is. It is just a little too long. Um, and she walks worse than she's walked the entire competition because it's too tight. And mm. I just don't like that. Like, I, I like this dress every time she poses. I just don't like it in emotion. And she has to literally compromise how the dress looks to move mm-hmm. in it. Something just so Oh, sorry. If I if I may, the to go to the walk thing, I only notice a walk if a walk is really fucking good or really fucking bad. And ultimately, my thing about this outfit is I just thought it was so boring. I just thought it was Oh, I like the outfit. Like, like I like the outfit a lot. of sparkle. I like the I think I if the outfit didn't have the gloves, I'd agree with you. 
I think that, um, personally for me, I think that, uh, her doing a nude gown is a smart move for her because it's very her. Mm-hmm. And I like the way that this looks. I, I just really like this. Um, in general, I just don't like her moving. But you had a uh, thing that you were trying to say, David? So there's something that I think I just kind of clicked because I used to say if you get one, if you take one and you put it with the other, you get RuPaul's Drag Race. And Babe, I was an America's Next Top Model girly. No, no, no. I was going to say, you were an America's Next Top Model girly. I was a Project Runway girly. So it makes sense that I'm like the garment and you're like the walk. And Pope was a wrestling girly, so he's like the camp. Actually, the wrestling thing's relatively new, but go off. Well, what was your reality show of choice before you discovered America's Next Top Model? I mean, RuPaul's Drag Race. What? Face Face off. off. Which makes sense, because you are often uh, concerned with the makeup. That does not make sense. Face Off is way newer. Face Off started in 2007, Yeah, if I recall. No, I've only seen the Netflix seasons, so... It was on sci-fi before. Yeah. Disagree. Okay, moving on. Do I not know what Face Off is? That's the one where she goes, ding dong! That's Glow Up. (laughs) Okay. Oh, goodness. Though I will say, I do watch Glow Up, and it's very fun. Face Off is the show where they have to do the prosthetic makeup and make uh, aliens and monsters for movies. It's very fun. I wish it was still on the air. And Dragula, to me, is the successor to that. It's just not as good. Have we ever considered that there should have been an episode of Face Off where they had to turn somebody into half Nicolas Cage, half John Travolta? Hmm. Would have been a good challenge. I hate, I, I I don't want this. But you could have picked, like, two versions of each of Everyone could have had a different movie. So one of them is doing Ghost Rider in Greece. Um, one of them is doing, like... I mean, it's only fun if you have to pick it out of a hat. But Ghost Rider in Greece is actually, like, good. It's a smart movie. No, I agree, but I'm just saying, like, I like the idea that you have to pick it out of, okay, you have to I'm pick smart. the two movies out of a hat. You just want a skull with the pompadour. So I just like the idea that a leather jacket works for both. I hate how true that is. Facts. Um, Joe, you you're you're uh, Frisbee Jenkins, and you cracked the code. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Danny Beard comes out. Um, I liked her look a lot. If it didn't look like it was um, curtains that she threw on her body, I. That was fine. I like I the see, hound's tooth. Same. The problem, the problem is, is that I watched that season of The Pit Stop, and I've just seen a lot of drag hound's tooth. Same. Same. Like, so I. I think so that I. in the same way that, like, Gigi Good destroyed a silhouette so that no one can ever use it again, Bob kind of yep. owns hound's tooth. Um, I will say, though, I love that slag. She did give me rickets. <laughs> Um, I will say this. I liked it. I just felt like the houndstooth was very flat. Like, I loved the bodysuit underneath. Was it not a bodysuit? Yeah. I don't know. Oh. I can't remember. I thought, I was like, I was like, it was like a black sparkly bodysuit. Yeah, I think, you're, I think you're right. And then she had, like, the houndstooth draped over her. I just kind of felt like the houndstooth needed, like, either some of it needed to be sparkly or it needed to all be in sequins. Or something, because it just looked very flat. I think my, pr- I think the problem for me is just that. So I'm not going to compare them to American Girls because American Girls are being put onto a huge stage to do this in front of a live audience, and audience reaction can generate a lot and def- finds a lot of how they're going to dress. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm instead going to compare Danny Beard to the other show where the queens come out onto the runway to give out the prize. And this was no Priyanka or Isis Couture. No. Yeah. Like, the yeah. problem is that Canada does this too, and both queens who have done it so far have had two of the literal best finale looks of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, Giselle but- Lullaby has got some big shoes to fill. I am I love waiting Giselle. with bated breath to see what she pulls out. I-, I love that beautiful horse face lady. Same. Anywho, moving on. Um, Tamara is told that it is not her time. I like that we're just skipping all the emotion. That's correct. We're not going back. I do love... I love one thing. One thing. Um, That I fell asleep during it. We learned that Tamara's actual boy name is Thomas. Oh, right. She named her... Her her last name is just her boy name. (laughs) So this is like me calling myself Stephanie Stevens. Yeah. I hate, um, if I didn't already hate her drag name, I especially hate it now. (laughs) But I also do, there's something so charming to me about the idea that her drag name come, that she has been Tamara Thomas since she was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as somebody where she was like, I wanted to be a professional dancer so bad that I, Never, lo- I avoided drag knowing I would be drawn to it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you look at the kid picture of her as a kid and it's a picture of her in drag. Yeah, well, it's her doing um, a Little Britain character. Yeah, still a little, dra- still a little drag poof. You Fair. Know? No, 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 I'm just saying that it's like, I, I don't think know, they're, ca- uh, I, they're not called poofs anymore. That's offensive. They're cigarettes now. Um, I was going to say, it's just kind of like, to me, it's the difference between like, if, you have a photo of me in my sister's, like, my sister dressed me up in drag, or me as Rosanna, Rosanna, Dana. Don't know who that is, but go on. Um, yeah. Rosanna, that- Rosanna, Dana was an SNL character. I was going to say, is that okay. an SNL character? I was yeah. like, I don't know who this is, but I can assume based on knowing what Little Britain is. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember. Well, Mary Catherine Gallagher. There we go. Sure. I... I can't remember her right now, dude. It's been a long day. A superstar. Oh, her. Huh. Haven't seen... I haven't thought about her in a dark stage. Um, Anyways, moving on. The so indignity our... on David's face when Pope did not know Mary Catherine Gallagher. Oh, get over it. Uh, our top two is uh, Ginger Johnson... And Michael Michael Maruli. Michael Oh, that was funny. Graham Norton was like, I didn't realize Michael was good or going places because you guys had a bit about her name. And I knew that the second you stopped finding it funny, she was just going to go home anyway. So I didn't pay attention to her. (laughs) I remember that. Is Graham Norton me? Are we the same guy? <laughs> like, I I, I I, was pretty sure Ginger and I were related, but now I'm wondering if me and Graham are, like, sharing a brain. <laughs> I go you, to sleep, he wakes up. You and Graham Norton can't be the same person. I've never wanted to sleep with you, and I'm very attracted to Graham Norton. Um, really? Graham Norton? That's your type. Wait, was it Graham Norton who said it, or I thought it was Alan Carr who said it? It was definitely Graham Norton. You know... That would make you smash sisters with uh, Tina Burner. 
Tina Burner on fire like the Hunger Games. Too hot to handle getting burned by these flames. <laughs> well, all I'm going to say is, um, is, is, Pope, I have something to tell you, and that's your parents are not really who you think they are. Your parents are actually Graham Norton and Ginger Johnson. That would explain a lot about me. But Let's be speaking honest. of Tina Burner, we have another moment of someone losing a lip sync and still being the person crowned the winner. Ha. So, the song, the lip sync for the crown is A Little Respect by Erasure. And Such a good song. Which was not the version of A Little Respect that I thought it was. I, I, I thought it was, yeah. I was like, I was like, I think that song's just called Respect. What did you think the song was? R-E-S-P-E-C. Yeah, that's just called Respect. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I know. Yeah. But I was, when they were like a little bit of respect, I was like, oh, they got the song name wrong. No, no, no. Oh, I knew exactly what it was. Um, I love this song. Of course song. you do. You know, you know music. Yeah. It's actually funny because I had a whole, th- I have a whole thing with this song because for like, I want to say it was like six months. I had the song stuck in my head and I had no clue what it was. And I didn't know what the lyrics was. And I just like sing it. Like I'd kind of be like, it's like, da, 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 da. And it's like, I love you so. And everyone would be like, I have no clue what this song is. You made it up. And then I was at a gym and it started playing. And I was like, Oh my god! Fuck. And I literally like ran to the front desk. And I was like, "What song is this?" And they were like, "Please stop!" And they were like, "This is a Denny's. Um, <laughs> this is a James. Actually, it's a very exactly." Fancy gym. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, so I love this song. So when they said you it, I what? knew exactly what it was gonna be. You know what the song made me think of? Do you guys remember? Uh, robot unicorn or whatever that cell phone game was called with the always i want to be with you like no no something, i remember something being space a unicorn yeah mystic space like, unicorn mystic something like space that space unicorn i vaguely know what you're talking about but i don't it's kind of yeah, like it was a, like it, 2010 i don't even know if this was a phone game or like a game on like addictinggames.com I can't remember. But um, but they I had a song, and this song sounded like that song. But no, I so I had a moment where I was like, "It's a good thing Ginger never lip synced because she does not know how to perform and keep her eyes open." Mm-hmm. Which is wild because when she was in the music video, her eyes were like the thing selling it, and mm-hmm. so then seeing her in the lip sync where she was just constantly closing her eyes. And because of the way she paints, it's really obvious that her eyes aren't open. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, Michael should win this because he's doing a lot better. I don't know. I thought that Ginger did a pretty good job in the lip sync. It was interesting because I feel like they picked a lip sync song. So similar to what you guys were saying with Didi and Tamara of I feel like they picked Little, Little, Bird. Little Bird because it was the only song that maybe someone could knock out Didi with. And surprise, surprise they couldn't but somehow they did um and i kind of feel like they picked us like it's interesting because when they were doing this song i was like it's interesting that they picked this song because i feel like it's a song that really works for both michael and ginger's drag aesthetic which is much older well i also think that when they don't when they put you in a position where you have to not change before a lip sync uh for a finale, they like to pick an easier song to do. Fair. But, like, it's just... What I found interesting was that they used a very specific, like, 80s queer song. It's definitely... I, I My big thing was this was a song that either of them could excel at. Exactly. 
I feel like they both actually did a very good job with the song. I do believe Michael did better, but mm-hmm. I believe that's because Michael is a better lip sync artist than Ginger. I agree. But ultimately it doesn't matter because Ginger is the winner. Yeah. She won four challenges. It'd be weird if she didn't get it she at won this three point. Three challenges. Like, I thought she had four wins. No, she had three. Then okay, fine. They had the same but, number of badges. No, Michael had two. Michael had three. Michael had three. Oh, you're right. The group challenge. I forgot the group challenge. They both got a badge from the group. They challenge. both got a badge for the group challenge. So did Tamara. Correct. Right. Only t- Tamara's only win. Yeah. Um. That entire no, group Tamara made two it badges. Tamara had one badge. Mm-hmm. She had two badges. No, she no. lip synced for a second badge, but lost to Caramel. Yes. Uh. But yeah, uh, so it, I guess it makes sense to give it to Ginger. I'm not mad about it. I think Ginger is really good. Agreed. I just, I wanted, it was one I, of those times. I, I liked, I wasn't going to be mad, but I just really liked Michael. Um, I genuinely think that Michael, that this, call this my tinfoil hat theory. I genuinely think that Michael would come, they were like, Michael could come back and slay an all-stars Ginger won't come back. And if Ginger did come back, Ginger also wouldn't slay an All-Stars. I, okay, so I do think that Ginger is the type of queen. Ginger is the type of winner who would not win another season. This is like, it's like a Jada or a Violet moment where it's Mm -hmm. like, they are an incredible queen. They are incredible at what they do. What they do is not the All-Stars format. Mm -hmm. Um, I also don't think what Michael does is the All-Stars format. Like, I think that... I think that, like, maybe, but I think that, like, in general, Michael will have a similar issue to a lot of, like, will have a similar issue to, like, Akira, where it's, like, you're really good and you do a lot of things really well, but you're not the best at anything. I think she's the best at runways, although I guess at the end of the day, as we've learned, runways mean fucking nothing, unless they do. Yeah, and also, there she's the best at runways in this season, but there are other exceptional runway girlies. True, yeah. but, but it also depends maybe. on what the and very know. few people do a runway like Michael. The th- the yeah. reason why I think I'm most upset is because I love Michael's aesthetic and I love what it what Michael kind of means in drag, mm-hmm. and that is the thing that I pull towards when I want to think about winners. Is that Michael feels like a I, Michael feels like a winner to me because I can't think of another queen like Michael. And, like, Ginger, I also, I can, I can think of a, an amalgamation of queens who are like Ginger, and all of them are queens I really like, but I don't, Ginger, if Ginger hadn't won this season, I don't think she would stand out to me very much as a queen. Mm-hmm. Like, when I, like, I would struggle to, th- to remember her name when thinking about this season again, which happens mm-hmm. occasionally when you're, like, thinking about, like, an older season. Mm-hmm. I mean, fair. It's fair, but, I mean... I like Ginger a lot. I think Ginger did a very good job this season. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, she never landed in the bottom for a reason, apart from plot. Um, and honestly, like, I feel like she is going to, del- I believe in my heart of hearts, Ginger is going to deliver some really cool shit in the next coming years. I'm excited Agreed. to see where Ginger goes. Um, Same. Again, I also, I, you know... I, why am I actually upset? No one won any money, and honestly, I I just hope to see where see growth at this point. And let's be real. 
this was a great fucking season. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. This was so much fun. It wasn't a like, oh, clearly it's this bitch and every, okay, everyone take a nap. Here's our winner. Here's maybe our top five. Who gives a shit? And like, what was everyone's uh, favorite moment? Because mine was when Dee Dee was oh. in the bottom two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were just some really good lip syncs, okay? Yeah. Uh, for me, it was when we finally got a Kate moment and she's hanging out with Charlie, the magic uh, drag horse, where it's just like, she's so fucking bored and out of it. And everyone's so stressed. And she's like, I'm not going to win this. I'm probably not going to go home, but I'm okay. Look at hers. I'm fine. And she's just hanging out with a horse in Banksy. I actually think my favorite (laughs) moment of the season genuinely was that noise Kate made while humping the bed. (laughs) <laughs> no, it was like I'm sorry Sorry listeners. for that one everybody Enjoy yeah. that ASMR <laughs> And David You know I really don't like Doing this it's like picking a favorite child Um Kidding uh, What was my favorite moment of the season David's like I don't have favorite children I don't I don't like children Um, But if you had to pick between Izzy and Busy how dare you? Um, honestly, if I had to pick Izzy and Busy, I'd sacrifice Austin. Anyways, um, <laughs> men ain't shit, <laughs> but dogs are everything. Um, yes. but come on, you gotta have a moment. I'm like, trying to like. I feel like probably when Kate won her badge, I was very very happy. Um, yeah. when Banksy won her badge, I was very happy. I did have the moment where I was like, I think the biggest problem I have with Banksy's final runway is it just doesn't actually compare to the look she made in the workroom. Yeah. Like, that is my favorite Banksy look, and mm-hmm. I think about it so much that I'm like, it's unfair for me to compare you to your incredible moment where you slowly became Dakota Schiffer for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I. That's the thing about this season all these girls shined. Yeah. But you know, Alexis St. Alexis. Ale- I'm really Alexis St. Pasek and Paul. There you go. I'm just excited to see what she does next. Cause I think she has a lot of potential. I mean, I think she has to get a new fish. I think she's going to, I think she's, I think Don't that Joe all? was right in episode one. And what she's going to do next is drag race Poland. Yeah. She's going to be the host. It. But I'd watch it. If you have a favorite moment of this season, make sure to let us know in a five star rating and a review on Apple Podcast. Uh, you can follow the show at This Toxic Fandom. I'm at Joe Lee Green Giant. David Gordon is at David J Gordon, and Stephen Pope is at Pro Hobbit Pope. And if you like us, tell a friend. And if you really like us, tell a friend with benefits. And if you think we're just okay, you know. Tap the person in front of you at the DMV while you're listening to this and say, I think I have a podcast for you. But unfortunately, they won't have much to listen to for the next like month because we are taking the month of December off. We're not going to be covering Canada because it comes out at a weird time. It always overlaps with both the main season of Drag Race that's coming and the last season that happened, which is UK. Um, we might come back for a spe- very special episode. We'll, we're having discussions about it. Um, but it's Christmas themed. It might be. Um, or Hanukkah. You don't know. It could be <laughs> anything themed. It could be David J. Gore and falling asleep themed. 
So make sure you're subscribed, and until next time. Stay toxic, loves. You can't say loves next season. What's I can't. When you have to just be a normal, boring American again. Oh, then just say stay toxic, huggies. What does that mean? Like the diaper? Oh, I hate you. (laughs) 